0: Today's gospel lesson is about warnings and the promise of blessings. Jesus warns his disciples that there are dangers ahead of them. Those who opposed him were saying that he was in league with the devil or Beelzebub. And if these disciples are going to follow Jesus, they can expect the same treatment. They'll be slandered. They will be maligned. He not only warns them of the danger from those who would oppose them for following him, he even says some of their own members of their own families would do so. But he also warns them of the even greater danger of rejecting or denying or of being ashamed of their heavenly father. However, those who do make that courageous choice to follow him will never be beyond the watchful eyes of a heavenly father. Last Sunday, we honored earthly fathers. And the role of a father today is different than maybe earlier generations. In many households today, dads are called upon to play more of a nurturing role in caring for children, especially if the spouse works outside the home. Today's father needs to be nurturing of children, supportive of spouse, and yet at the same time, provide a spiritual direction in the home. It's a special man that can combine all of these qualities. I read about a dad who uh, shopped in the grocery store on the way home from work, pick up a couple of items, and uh, he wandered around aimlessly trying to remember where the needed items were. And as often in the case in a grocery store, you may have experienced this, he kept passing the same person. And the person he was passing was another father trying to shop with an uncooperative three-year-old boy in the cart. The first time they passed, the three-year-old was asking for a candy bar over and over, over. And have you experienced that? Over and over. And we heard the dad say, now, Billy, this won't take long. And as they passed in the next aisle, the three-year-olds were saying, had increased several octaves. And the dad was saying, Billy, just calm down. It'll be done in a minute. And when they reached the dairy case, the kid was screaming uncontrollably. Dad was still keeping it cool in a low voice. He was saying, Billy, settle down. We're almost out of here. And the dad and his son reached the checkout counter just ahead of our observer and still gave no evidence of losing control. The boy was kicking and screaming. And the dad was saying over, Billy, we'll be in the car in just a minute. Then everything will be okay. Well, the other dad was impressed. And after paying for his groceries, he hurried to catch up to that father, that example of patience and self-control. And just a time to hear him say, Billy, we're done. It's going to be okay. And the other father said, I couldn't help but watch how you handled little Billy. You were amazing. He said, little Billy, his name's Wesley. I'm Billy. It's not easy being a father or a mother or a child who really wants a candy bar. It's not easy juggling all of the issues and providing for one's family. It's hard to bond with those you love when by necessity you have to be away from them to provide for them. In verses 29 to 31 of this passage, we have a reminder of how the Heavenly Father cares for His children. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Jesus asked, and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. Do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. What a moving testimony to the very intimate love that God has for God's children. When my daughter Abby was seven years old, she and I were sharing a picnic Of pizza at a place on Montrose and she started throwing some of her crumbs of her pizza to some sparrows that had gathered in the shaded parking area and then a couple of bully grackles came down and sent the sparrows scrambling well Abby jumped up from the picnic bench and sent the grackles packing and it wasn't long until the little sparrows came back and Abby squealed with delight, and she said, victory for sparrows! <laughs> Matthew six twenty-six says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? Sometimes our heavenly Father feeds sparrows through the efforts of seven-year-old daughters in the face of grackle bullies. A second grader once asked his teacher how much the earth weighed. And the teacher looked up the answer on Google and she says 6,000 million million tons. And the boy thought for a minute and he said, is that with or without people? <laughs> Viewed from that perspective, we it might seem that people don't matter very much. After all, we're just microscopic inhabitants on a tiny planet orbiting a relatively obscure star in a small galaxy among the billions and billions of stars and galaxies that make up creation. Yet Jesus said his heavenly father has counted the very hairs on our head. Now some of us are helping God have a little extra time (laughs) by having fewer hairs to count. Sparrows do fall from skies. Sparrows don't live forever. Sudden storms or droughts can deprive them of their food. Predators prey on them when they fall. And there are times when grackles aren't scared away by seven-year-olds. Our Heavenly Father's love does not protect sparrows from falling. And there's a second truth related to that. The Father's love does not exempt us from falling. And as we sang, even Jesus in the song, even Jesus took the fall. Fathers fall, mothers fall, children fall, and sometimes even those who care for birds like Celia fall. God has placed us in a world designed to bring out the best within us if we deal with life with an attitude of faith and love. Those of us who are parents... Would protect our young from all life's problems if we could. Deep in our hearts, we'd like to build a protective bubble around them. And when they are hurt, we hurt. When they're confronting a crisis, we toss and turn in our beds with sleeplessness. We'd like to protect them from every hurt. But what if we did? Would, would they grow into responsible, competent, mature adults? Maybe they would never leave the nest. Sparrows do fall from skies. Sparrows fall because they're a part of a lawful universe in which sparrows fall. But there's the good news. A sparrow never falls beyond the watchful eye of our Heavenly Father. And the good news for us is as children of God who know we are under the watchful eye of the Father, can bear any burden, triumph over any tragedy, get on top of any circumstance, And rise when we fall, because we know we're not alone. There is victory for sparrows and for us. In addition to assuring his followers that God is watching and caring for them, Jesus warns his disciples that because answering his call to follow him, some families would be torn apart. Ideally, whole families would follow Jesus' call to follow him, And peace would be a part of their family life. And strengthen their family ties. But he warns his followers. That in some cases. That would not be the case. Those families. He came not to bring. Peace but a sword. Some sons would turn in their fathers. And some. Daughters would turn in their mothers. And some daughters in law. Would turn against their mothers in law. His call to follow had to take precedence over even something as good as love of family. However, Jesus came to bring peace to those who would answer the call to follow him, even if it meant that to do so would be to their death, even though to do so would bring anything but peace to some family relationships. And I think a key to understanding these verses is to understand them by comparing them to other statements of Jesus about peace. In John fourteen twenty seven, he says, Peace be with you. My peace I give you, not as the world gives. My peace I give you. There is the key. I think he did not come to bring world peace. He came to bring people peace. Peace who they could in turn share with others. The peace Jesus came to give sustains his followers in the worst of times, in the cruelest of treatments, it's not the kind of peace the world promises and doesn't deliver. It's the kind of peace that distinguishes the followers who have faith from those who do not. It's time for us to face some hard truths. Sometimes our supposed busyness with business is nothing but camouflage, an easy way out. It's easier to provide for a house than for, to build a home. It's easier to give dollars than it is to give time. It's easier to write a check than to check out to work early to watch a child's game or a concert. It's easier to provide a fun time than to share our wisdom. It's easier to be a good provider than it is to be a good leader. It's easier to push our children through the door of a church rather than lead them through it. It's easier to be a breadwinner than to teach our children about the bread of life. Jesus began by warning his disciples not to fear man who can only kill the body. And these words come from one who is about to give over his body to be crucified. These words were given to his followers who would lose their lives because they followed him. And he concludes this lesson by warning them to fear God. Someday we all will be called to give an account of our lives and woe be to those who were ashamed of their Heavenly Father on earth because Jesus warns of them their Heavenly Father will be ashamed. Now, I don't know exactly what Heaven will be like, but from these words of Jesus, I can deduce what God is like. He is like a Father who notices every sparrow that falls from the sky. God is a Heavenly Father who cares for us and says, we are worth than many sparrows, worth more than many sparrows. This means that even though we still face obstacles and crises, we do not face them alone. And someday we shall live with joy in our Heavenly Father's house forever, like the song we sang this morning. That's a promise that's good news in the grocery store for little Wesley and big Billy. That's good news for us, for we will live in our Father's house Forever, because of the one whose eye is on us, the same one whose eye is on the sparrow. Let us present our tithes and offerings.